into another great edition of Board Check, where we talk all things hockey, especially National Hockey League and the like, each and every week. I'm Jeremy the Impact York. Welcome in. I know. We were supposed to do this show Sunday. Had some stuff. Just had some stuff. Didn't make it. Tried to do it yesterday. Yeah. Didn't work either, so um, we're at least recording this one today on Tuesday. May do strong style right after this. Uh, just just depends. Who knows? But uh, I promise you, I'm going to fit in all three shows, the rest of these shows, the rest of this week on top of this one. So let's get to it. There is a lot that has happened in the National Hockey League, and I'm going to start right out of the gate. Every week, you guys wonder if I'm going to fit Austin Matthews into the show. I am, because I'm going to say his teammate, Zach Hyman, has been just ridiculously good this year. He has 10 goals, 9 assists, a plus-minus of 14. He's plus 14. That's that's unreal. The best part is he plays for the Maple Leafs. He's from Toronto. How crazy is that? On top of, all right, think about this. His last five games. He has three goals and assists. It's called penalty minutes. And a uh, plus two, plus minus ranking. How how insane is that? That that guy is he's and he's not. I guarantee, unless you're a Maple Leafs fan, you probably don't know who Zach Hyman is. This guy, he's only 28 years old. The left winger, he is just lighting it up. He is. He's got to be the breakout for this year. Now, he's done some other stuff up until this year. I'm not saying that this is the first time he's ever done anything. No. This year, he has really put himself on a different level. And it's part of the reason why Toronto is doing as good as they are. Because you got to look. Toronto, Toronto has had problems with their, with their uh, goalies about getting consistent play. And yet, they are smoking the Canadian division. It's not because the Canadian division is bad, either. They're, that division is loaded. But Frederick Anderson, he's had issues. Jack Campbell, he's had issues. Uh, Michael Hutchinson, he's had issues. You know, you usually wouldn't want 
Hutchison starting as many games as he has. Well, <laughs> Jack Campbell's been out. You don't want Jack Campbell starting so many games. Well, he wasn't going to until until uh, Anderson got hurt. So the Maple Leafs, and the thing is, I don't think either of these three, maybe Hutchinson, but neither of these three are probably going to be on the roster next year for Toronto. Uh, I think all three are going to be free agents, potentially, at least two, I believe. And there's talks of, it's one of the, the few things that Toronto could potentially trade for. But what goalie is out there that they're going to be able to trade for? Because more than likely, because of the COVID protocols, you're going to have to trade Anderson. So you're going to be out of goalie uh, for potentially a week or so while they clear quarantine, unless you do it within Canada. But what other Canadian team is going to go, oh, yeah, take our goalie? Why would anybody possibly do that? So we'll see what the Maple Leafs end up doing. Um, I think they can make it work with the tandem they have now. Don't don't sleep on the fact they could make a move. I don't know anything because they don't tell me anything. And I definitely don't work for either of these teams. But it wouldn't surprise me if Toronto made a move. But Zach Hyman, man, he is, he is outstanding this year. Uh, Ovechkin and the Capitals are in contract talks. Uh, both sides are saying pretty much the same thing, that uh, talks are ongoing and that it's not, not, a, not a big deal. They're not pressing. There's not – the two sides aren't, you know, at each other. It's not heated. It's just they're, they're trying to decide going forward what um, – you know, what kind of contract he could have so that they could continue to have the team around him as well. And uh, also speaking of Ovechkin, he's done it again. Just the other night, I believe it was Sunday, he scored his 717th career goal. That ties him with Bill Esposito for sixth all-time. Sixth. He, like I said, he would have to play, I think, four or five more years to even sniff Gretzky territory. But at this point, two things. If anybody's going to, it's going to be him. And even if he doesn't get in Gretzky territory, if I told you you could see the second best scorer of all time in Name Your Favorite Sport, and you got to watch their entire career like this, you got to watch him win a cup a couple years ago. You guys, no, you know, not many people dislike him. And if you do, it's your fault because Ovechkin's just a good dude. But man, 717, uh, they might be playing tonight, actually. So he, he may surge ahead. Uh, Artemi Panarin. This is how old my notes are. I have that he could return soon. He actually did return on Saturday. Uh, had two goals and an assist, I believe, or a goal and two assists. He is, the Rangers needed that extra boost. They've been uh, trying to hang on and trying to do some really good things. But just 
it, it's so good to see Panarin back because not only does that mean the Rangers have their star back and that helps wait the, the league back out, kind of kind of shuffle the deck a little bit. Not only is it nice to see a big star back on the ice in general, but if Panarin's back, that means all the turmoil, all the crazy situation and things that that him and his family were involved in, in political and, and whatever, that means apparently they've uh, at least got to a point where he could return. And and that's that, that's overall what it is a good thing, you know. It's as long as everybody is safe and and cooler heads prevail, and and get that was a scary situation, but uh, good to see Panarin back. Glad he he seemed to have picked up where he left off, and in fact he he seemed a little more motivated. So uh, be fun to see what he does rest of the year. And could he lead the Rangers something bigger or better? Sure, I could definitely see that. But like I said, just just good to have him have him back on it. King Henry, Henry Lundqvist, may actually get to play this year. Uh, the Capitals hold his rights. He would more than likely come back to that. And uh, seems like his his uh, recovering after his his heart surgery earlier this year is is uh, going better than expected and uh, that that's another one that it, it's a human issue to me as long as he is happy and healthy that's what's the most important but if there's a chance we could see King Henry back on the ice even if it's just a couple games at the end of the year I just feel like all would be right with the game of hockey at that point so uh, uh, Hank we're, we're all cheering for you we're all pulling for you uh, if you get a chance to come back, great. If you don't, that's okay, too. Uh, the draft, it was announced, is going to be July 23rd and 24th, with round number one being on the 23rd and rounds two through seven being on the 24th. It's a little different from the way the NFL does it as far as um, not as much hoopla because the casual fan is probably – not heard of a majority of the people in it because you could be in any league across the world pretty much. Uh, and also they're going to shake up the lottery a little bit. They're going to tweak some things here and there where like you can't have a top five pick three years in a row and, and some other things here and there. Um, they're just trying to avoid the Oilers being able to have like three or four years straight of the number one overall pick. Not just the Oilers in general, but they're trying to avoid some of the pitfalls they've had, even though it took a while for that to, to work out because I believe they – do they still have Neil Yakupov? Because you got to think, they got Taylor Hall, who is on his fifth team, potential another one if, if Buffalo moves him, which they probably should. Um, then you had Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who is still on the Oilers, and then you had Neil Yakupov. They had – Back-to-back-to-back, number one overall picks. That's just insane that I just remembered all three of those. But to be fair, I'm a pretty big fan of Taylor Hall. and uh, News is pretty good, and I'm not sure what Yakupov is doing. But 
you know, they're trying to shake up the draft. They're trying to even it out a little bit because there are there are they're trying to even the league out. That's what they're trying to do. Let's just put it that way. They're trying to even the league out, and uh, so far, this is the best way they've come up with. Because, you know, we do have the expansion draft coming up later this year as well. My guess is it would be around June, probably after the Stanley Cup Finals, of course. Uh, But before, I mean, it might be early July, depending on when the season ends. Uh, The St. Louis Blues decided that uh, their great goaltender, Bennington, who helped lead them to a Stanley Cup, it was time to give him some more money and some more stability. They gave him a $36 million six-year extension. That's a good deal for for such a good goalie like that. And uh, Jordan Pennington's his name. Uh, having him on the ice does give them stability. It allows them to uh, tweak their roster in different ways. There's a lot of teams out there that need a goalie. You know, I talked about Toronto could use maybe a more consistent a more consistent thing down the road. Uh, but we'll see what they do. And, and just just great for Bennington here. Uh, that's good money to be a top-level goalie. And I don't think he wanted to go anywhere anyway. So uh, St. Louis keeps their goalie. They're going to keep pressing Vegas and Colorado for that division uh, over there. The Flyers... Uh, honored a fan who drove 500 miles to their game versus the Capitals. Uh, they did some really cool things with them. You can look, I think NHL.com or ESPN, one of the two had the article on that. I think it was NHL.com had the article on it. But that was really cool. They found out the fan drove 500 miles just to see them play. And they thought that's the least we could do was to, to honor you and, and uh, do some really cool things. So, uh, you know, it's good that the, the game of hockey is, is never gets too big that they don't forget about the people who make things happen like that. Uh, Jack Eichel is out at least 7 to 10 days for the Buffalo Sabres. That uh, kind of puts a pin right now in the, just kind of delays the potential trade talks. He is extremely unhappy in Buffalo. Most people I know that have been to Buffalo are extremely unhappy. Um, but in this case, I know the Rangers are wanting to make a push. I know there's a couple other teams. It, it does seem like the Rangers have the better package they can offer, but it just depends on what Buffalo's going to want. If Eichel comes out and says, if he pulls a Russell Wilson and says, names the team or teams that he is willing to go to, then uh, that can hurt the value that Buffalo can get back. But at this point, he may not be that concerned about that. But uh, he's out at least 7 to 10 days at this point. And upon return, uh, he hasn't looked the same. I don't know if it's his unhappiness is causing this or what. But at this point, at this point, you, uh, it's just going to, it just delays Jack Eichel getting out of Buffalo. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Justin Bieber back in the hockey news as he writes a song called Hold On, where there is a, uh, it, it seems like a love letter to his Toronto Maple Leafs. He's uh, obviously a big Maple Leafs fan, as we've talked about here on the show. And uh, the video for Hold On features a lot of Maple Leafs highlights. 
And uh, I think it's just really cool when you get that crossover because there are a lot of big celebrities and, and musicians, especially that are big hockey fans. You know, Imagine Dragons have done a lot of things with the Vegas Golden Knights because they are from Vegas. Uh, they've, they've played pregames. They've done a lot of events and things like that. There, there's just people across the board. And uh, this is just cool. If you haven't seen the video for Hold On by Justin Bieber, go check it out. Bieber can sing. Bieber's always been able to sing. So, uh, and he doesn't, you know, he's not a little boy anymore. So, go check it out. Uh, the NHL has a new deal with ESPN and Disney. Uh, Disney being the parent company of ESPN. But uh, basically, based on the Plus services, ESPN Plus and Disney Plus, uh, they are going to, I think starting next year is when this kicks in, they are going to make it a lot easier to see out-of-market games and for you to follow the games that you want to see. And uh, this this could be a really, really big deal. And hopefully it helps grow the game and it gets it into more households and in front of more sets of eyes and everything. And uh, they, I think as part of the deal, they are going to carry four of the Stanley Cup games this year, something like that. I think NBC or Fox still has a handful of them, and we'll see what other kind of packages the NHL can put together. Uh, the club is Blue Jackets. Made a trade with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs are all over this one. Uh, the Maple Leafs send defenseman Miko Lettinen to Columbus, who in turn gives the gives Toronto goalie uh, Vieni Bevelalen. I think I may have said that close, but uh, yeah, Toronto once again it goes back to their goalie situation where. They don't have 100% faith in either of the three they have, and uh, they're, they're just trying to uh, make sure that based off all the injuries that they have enough people between the pipes to, to keep them in it. So we'll see if uh, Vienna gets a chance to play here soon and what he does, maybe on a consistent basis. He may just be the tactic squad guy the rest of the year, uh, but you also got to think as soon as he crosses the border, he is, he is on a two-week quarantine, so maybe a couple more days before we see him. Uh, the Islanders extended their win streak to nine-plus games when they beat the Devils just the other night, and the Hurricanes uh, dropped the wings the other night. Not the party foul wings. No, they dropped the Red Wings, beat the Red Wings for their eighth straight win. Those are two of the hottest teams going right now. If you look up and down those lineups, those are two of the scariest, too, because uh, it's kind of like Vegas a couple years ago where they put – Four lines of top skaters, just wave after wave after wave, and that's what both these teams do, and uh, it's it's just incredible. You you really don't know which way is up when you're against these teams. So we'll see what they do. We'll see how they end up finishing. Both these teams should be playoff teams unless just the bottom falls out, but I don't see that happening. Uh, Eric Carlson of the San Jose Sharks. Uh, wants the Sharks to avoid a rebuild. Yeah, it's, they're, they're pretty much about to be in a rebuild. He was quoted as saying he did not sign here for that. 
He did. He he said I didn't sign San Jose for a for a rebuild. So uh, my guess is that Carlson will be one of the first pieces moved when they start moving around. And, uh, you know, he still plays at a top level. There's a lot of people that could use his leadership, his skating, and uh, his defensive prowess. So if you're looking for a defender, maybe you want to call up the Sharks, see if you can get Carlson. Uh, the New Jersey Devils wear frontline worker names on their warm-up jerseys. Uh, the other night, that I thought that was fantastic. I don't know what they're going to do with the jerseys. I know somebody asked me that. If they asked me if I was going to talk about it, I said, yeah. Um, my guess is they're probably going to auction them off, or they may give them to the frontline worker whose name was on them. But I thought that was really cool, them letting them know that, hey, because of all the great things you guys are doing, uh, we're allowed to be back and play and, and try to entertain you. So, once again, hockey giving back, and uh, that makes me happy. The Panthers honored Yandel for his 1,000 games. They had the 1,000 jerseys uh, on during warm-ups. It had his name. It said uh, the number 1,000 on them. It's kind of crazy to see four digits cross like that, but uh, I, I thought that was fantastic in, in their way of saying, uh, you know, thanks for everything you've done. Of course, he, he didn't spend all of his time with the Panthers, but uh, he did play a majority of his games there, and he uh, graded them to do that. Uh, Evgeny Malkin became the third Russian-born player with 1,100 total points the other night. That is uh, just just crazy. And uh, this just in, nine minutes ago, just uh, looked down at my phone for the alert. Uh, Alexander Ovechkin hit his 718th goal. He hammered that one in. He passed Bill Esposito. He is now in lone sixth place. Congratulations to Ovechkin on that. And like I said, another Russian-born player. Uh, Malkin now has, he's the third Russian-born player with 1,100 points. I'm kind of curious who the third one is because clearly it's Malkin. Clearly it's Ovechkin. I'm going to take a guess and say, I'm going to take a guess and say Sergei Fedorov, and I am going to write that down, and I am going to look that up once we get away from, or once we're done with the show. Uh, the, and we are finishing up here, of course, on board check. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning raised the Stanley Cup banner from last year. Uh, they wanted to wait till they had at least some fans in the building. Well, over the weekend, they were able to do that. They raised the banner in front of the fans. I think they did a lot of video packages for those who couldn't be there as well. And, uh, you know, if you're going to raise a banner, you want to do it in front of the fans because the fans played just as much part as uh, – or they played a, a big part in in uh, cheering them on and supporting them. So, you know, a lot of teams say that that cup uh, is, is just as much – the teams as it is the fans. And, and once again, that's just fantastic. Uh, and then finally, let's get into some uh, just crazy, ridiculous scoring feats. Uh, Minnesota's Kirill Kaprizov gets a hat trick. He scored them all in the third period the other night, which was just, it's, that's just incredible that you score all three goals in one period, let alone it's the third period. 
and also Vegas Golden Knights rookie Dylan Coughlin. He got a hat trick, and it happened to be his first three career goals. That is just uh, that is just can't make this stuff up. That's gonna do it for us this week. Oh wait, oh, no wait, we didn't uh, we didn't talk about the standings real quick, did we? We need to talk about those standings. We'll let the music keep playing. Let's get those standings up. Uh, in the Discover Central, you have the Panthers with 42 points, Carolina with 41, Tampa Bay with 40, and Chicago with 33 hanging on as Columbus at 29, Nashville 25, Dallas 24, Detroit at 20. They've actually won a few. The Islanders have 42 in the Mass Mutual East. The Capitals at 40, the Penguins at 37, and Boston at 32. They're hanging on to a one-point lead over the Flyers, who have 31. The Rangers at 26, who are glad to get Panarin back. Devils at 20, Buffalo at 16. Buffalo, trade Taylor off. Trade Jack Eichel. Uh, Scotia North, you get Toronto at 40. They've actually had a little bit of a skid. Winnipeg at 36, Edmonton also at 36, Montreal at 33, Calgary 31, Vancouver 30, Ottawa, yeah, you have 22 points. You should uh, consider doing some things as well. And then finally, the Honda West, you get the Vegas Golden Knights at 39, Minnesota at 35, Colorado at 34, St. Louis at 33. Congratulations, Bennington again. Uh, the Kings right there at 28, though, along with Arizona. The Sharks at 25, Craig Carlson. And uh, Anaheim at 22. Looks like everything's shaping out pretty good. Majority of the people are now into the uh, playing at least 25 games. Most most a lot of other people have played uh, uh, closer to 30. But, as I said, that's going to do it for us on this episode of Board Check. We will see you guys next week. Deuces, gooses. Go watch hockey.